0: let the universe hear what you want this year so you can have it welcome to the create your best year podcast with your host clara angelina diaz anderson in this podcast we help you to find and receive what you want this year give you tips stories and interviews of what others are doing to create their best year welcome Okay, listeners, we are here with Holly Ward. And Holly, I've had the pleasure of previously coaching Holly for a very short amount of time. I don't know, like 35, 40 minutes um, in our um, executive coaching mastery session at Harvard. And she has volunteered to be coached live here for... All of our listening pleasures and our learning. Thank you, Holly. Holly, can you introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Absolutely. My name is Holly Ward, and um, I am the CEO and uh, lead coach at Shore Coaching um, Consulting Services. And um, I live in Athens, Georgia, which today is a beautiful sunny day outside. And um, I um, really have had the privilege of, of being a coach now for 20 plus years. And it, people ask me about my job and I, it's the most fun thing in the world. I enjoy it so much because I have the privilege of getting to know people and encourage them and connect with them. And so I, it's a, it's a privilege because they open up and allow me to be a part of their lives.
0: It is definitely a privilege for sure. You know, and and it is a privilege and an honor for me to have you on the podcast today, Holly. We had a few minutes to chat before, you know, we, we start, we hit record. And Holly, you identified, you know, one of your challenges right now or an area of opportunity is that since our last conversation, you have continued to grow your business um, by hiring an executive project manager. Is that yeah. what she calls herself? Brilliant. And that has allowed you to grow your business, to bring on 10 new coaches, and you know to really grow in the niche of higher ed. And right now, the opportunity is for you to connect with decision makers, with colleges in your area, to really help them to see the value of the services that you offer, the coaching for leaders in higher ed. And so you're wondering how to engage them in a way that motivates them to take action on you know, engaging your services, correct? Uh, correct,
1: yes. Because I feel like it's such a personal service um, also I find that most of my work, um, or clients that I work with, it, uh, they get referred to me by word of mouth. So, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't needed to do a lot of marketing because someone tells someone else and tells someone else. And so that has grown my business, um, to a, a, in a wonderful place, but I would like to reach out to other universities and, So I'm trying to be strategic in that so that they don't feel like it's just this, you know, a flyer or an email that's come by them because that's not what coaching is. It's very personal. And I'm trying to think about how can I do that in a way that really represents what coaching is about?
0: Yeah. How can you reach out to these colleges and universities that sounds like you don't have a personal connection to right now? in a way that is personal yes Mm, okay so
1: and and i could leverage but i i haven't done this i could leverage some of the contacts i have because they have contacts in other universities but i just haven't done that yet I, i i've been hesitant to do that
0: what do you think has been the hesitancy
1: i think it's because I think because as their coach, I don't normally ask them to do something for me, Mm. (laughs) you you know, and so I provide a service and so to them. And so it just hasn't felt like I should ask them to do something for me. Um, But I, I don't know. Maybe that's, you know, maybe there are two or three I know that I have relationships with that I could ask to do that with.
0: Hmm. Okay. So maybe now you're you're rethinking the idea. Yes. Of leveraging the the coaching relationship, and and you're already thinking about two to three of them that that you can ask for perhaps a personal connection or an email or something of that sort. Mm-hmm. And so interesting. You so you mentioned that the way you've grown your business up until this point has been through referrals and personal connections. Um, and, and that has worked. Um, what, what, other than that, what else have you done to grow your business? Have you done any, anything different?
1: Um, well, I, I do have, you know, a um, a a presence on social media, um, and then also, you know, a, a website that has, um, I, I think, easy access for people, especially in this area. Um, you know, I had one of my clients, it's a private company, and and he just Googled coaches in the area, you mm-hmm. know, so that was... So you
0: have you a, know, good, a good Google ranking, Then Yes,
1: I do, okay. yes. And so that that was really positive. And he appreciated the fact that I was local. and And so that was also something that drew him to me and his company. So I, I think in a community, you know, in Athens, I live in Athens, Georgia, and it's it's a university town, but it's also a small town. We are not in Atlanta. And so many people in this area really do appreciate that, okay, someone is doing this here, mm-hmm. um, not Very someone from a different place. Um, and with the other possible universities um, that I could reach out to, you know, would be Georgia State and Georgia Tech um, and then Clemson University. Those are all close proximity, um, an hour away. So that is distance wise a plus, but then of course now today with Zoom being accessible, the world is available and universities anywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I mean, you you answered the question that I was thinking about. I wanted to ask you, oh, what, what, you know, how many universities are you thinking about? So you just mentioned three, but then as you're speaking, you're like, wow, I, I mean, I can, you can contact anyone really. Yes. Um. So you are active on social media. You have your website that has a good Google ranking because other people have found you on there. Um, you have already now identified two to three people that you could leverage the relationship. And so you know i I am um reverse engineer kind of a thinker, right? And I think about you want to engage these these universities. Have you thought of like a revenue goal that you have for your company this year that's perhaps motivating? You know, wanting to grow your business,
1: I I would like for the revenue to to and I, I haven't said this out loud, but I've had it in my in my head. It is well held here. Holly. <laughs> um, but yes, I would like the revenue to be a million dollars.
0: A million dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, if you want your revenue to be a million dollars, have you thought about like how many contracts? that would need and yeah have you Uh, thought about that like have you broken it down
1: I have not because I fortunately have an accountant um and someone who who takes I'm not a math I I, I shouldn't say I'm not a math person I absolutely can do that but my brain doesn't go to that initially you know that's not my comfort Mm go-to um I think a number of clients, you know, usually. And so if I think, okay, that would, that would mean that we need to double what we have. Okay. Um, so, you know, so to, that means we would look at for, um, you know, 10 coaches, we, we would need to go to probably 250, two to 250, um, depending on the contract, clients.
0: Okay. Explain that to me a little bit simpler because I, so, so I, I, I hear the the fact of like doubling. So like doubling your current revenue.
1: Yes. So yes. are you thinking
0: if you're doubling your current revenue, what would that, okay, this is, this is the direct question that I have for you, right? Yes. What keeps you from doubling the current revenue with the clients you already have
1: um just the the cost that you know the contracts that we have that cost is a year long contract okay. so it would have to be you know the next year to double that but at the same time um i wouldn't want to double their cost
0: at this you point, double their cost. Yes. Okay. Because there's
1: a there's a sweet spot, you know, of of what higher ed can also pay because it's it's different from a private industry. Mm-hmm. You know, there's dollars, you know, that are available that are for professional development. You know, they're not going to pay five hundred dollars per hour for their clients, I Mm. mean, for their, you know, professional development for a year, Uh uh, because the contracts are for a year. And so it's, it's a, you know, more manageable for them.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yes. And once, and once you lock in a a, a contract at a, you know, at a a university, you you go through a lot of (laughs) steps to get those contracts i mean it's not just you call someone i mean it has to go through you you have to go through procurement you have to be approved by that state or that you know so there's a there's a good bit of bureaucracy that goes with that so you can't just change that
0: gotcha gotcha um how many universities are you working with currently one okay so could doubling just mean getting one more university?
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Hey. Hmm. That's exciting. Yes. How does that feel for you?
1: It would be amazing. Um, one and more. It, it would also be. You know, it it is really special work and it, it's so encouraging to see the power of what coaching is doing at the university and how it's changing people's lives. And so to think, okay, we can spread this to another university and really have a, a great impact. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's where my brain goes initially, more yeah. than revenue is the impact it has on people's lives, because I, I see firsthand the difference it's making.
0: Absolutely. I'm right there with you. You know, I live and breathe this work. <laughs> yes. Um, But I really want us to get to that, you know, like you said, how do I engage a university or a decision maker at a university in a way that's really going to get them to take action? So out of all the universities that you mentioned that are close by, which one would you say is the closest in profile as the one you're currently working with. Mm.
1: Probably um I would probably start with the, with Georgia's Georgia Tech,
0: Georgia
1: Tech. Um, in in Atlanta. So it's very different. I mean they're, you know, the University of Georgia and Georgia Tech are great competitors. Um But size wise and some of the structural organization, there's some similarities, Um, you know, in in departments and colleges, they have those are basically small businesses, in a sense, because they have CFOs and HR representatives and accountants and um, different administrative support that really work to support those colleges. And so those individuals have been, you know, really special to work with.
0: Nice. Holly, so tell me about um, how how did it come to be that you got this big contract with the current university?
1: Well, they had gone through a um, restructuring of their financial um, programs. And they had moved to what was called OneSource and they had done extensive training during that, but as you know, and change. So there was a lot of change management completed. Mm-hmm. However, middle to the end of this change, pe- people were crashing and emotionally and physically exhausted. And so the AVP that was over this change um, process, Reached out to me and said, We have provided extensive service and training during this process, but our people are really struggling right now and we haven't given them the support we need. And I know you're a coach and maybe we could try this. You know, it was kind of a, I don't know how this will be, but let's try. And so we initially set up a, the first cohort and We got really great feedback from those involved. And then that took us to another cohort, which has now taken us to being um, all across campus and working with different colleges um, and departments. Um, So it it came out of a need for giving their people support. And it was also recognized by this AVP that taking care of our people is priority.
0: Okay. How did this assistant vice president Come to find you? Uh,
1: sh- we knew each other. Okay. We did, yes, we knew each other. And she knew this is what I did. She, you know, many people who haven't participated in coaching are not sure exactly what it is. But she knew this was, you know, my work. And so had, um, we had lunch together, she asked me a few questions of what this would involve. And so it, it was by knowing someone.
0: Mm, okay. Is it possible that this AVP can introduce you to someone from a different university?
1: I have already written down her name as a, as a possibility. Yes.
0: Okay. Did you just do that now or you had done that from before? I did
1: it before when we were talking about okay. who to ask, I've, I wrote down her name.
0: Yes. So you were, you were already doing some self-coaching.
1: Yes. Yeah. so I made a list we talked about two to three and I actually made a list of four names that I thought okay I need to talk to them and see if they would be willing to do this for me
0: okay and so the conversation with her was like I already had a previous relationship we went to lunch she already had the she already saw the need yes for it and she wanted to give it a shot. And then you did a almost like a series of experiments mm-hmm. and it just kept growing from there. Right. Correct. So is it safe to say, like in your, in your mind, right? Like, how can you repeat that process with someone that you don't know?
1: It actually really is, and it is by just making that personal connection and having a conversation. And so, you know, thinking about asking some of these individuals to introduce me to someone else who maybe I could go have coffee or have lunch with, um, or just have a conversation about the need to support their people. And again, tapping into the idea that we know that great leaders can be great leaders by supporting their people. And so this is another opportunity for them to give that support and, um, you know, for-profit industries have been providing coaching for many years and this is a new um, opportunity at at the higher level to, you know, in in higher ed to be able to offer this um, for their people also.
0: So it sounds like you're coming to the conclusion that a personal connection is definitely needed.
1: It is, yes,
0: yeah. And I heard, ho- and what I heard you say too is like right, this need to support the leaders so that the leaders can better support people. Um, is it possible? If could would you be able to kind of summarize for me what has been the outcome? At, I mean, right now you're at, what's the name of the university where you're at right now, Holly? I'm at the University of Georgia. Yeah, at the University of Georgia. What has, if, could you summarize for me, like, what has been the outcome of the work? Like, if I was, you know, I am the AVP at Georgia Tech, and I'm like, so, like, what's, what what's, what's happened since you've, since you've come what's different
1: so this is hard for me to share because it it sounds like i'm bragging <laughs> and that's not my nature um however a, a friend of mine met someone and had a conversation with them um, who works at the university and they made the connection that they both knew me and the person that works at the university that was sharing with my friend said the work that Holly and her team have been doing at the university is transforming the university.
0: Transforming the university.
1: Yes. And so that was amazing and very humbling. And, and so how that is happening is the the concrete way that we've been able to see that is individuals have grown in their confidence. They have grown and taking in taking risk to move up in their career, um, to go for other positions that maybe they would not have gone for before. Um, we have seen them be able to learn strategies to lead their team. And we've seen them create community and connection across their team so that the health of their teams have improved. Um, We've seen them be willing to change, you know, to to set goals of things they wanted to change and how they wanted to grow and change their own behaviors to help them and then help their teams to grow. We've seen them learn skills of better communication. So, you know, one one thing that really is, it's been something that has been consistent is how do I deal with conflict, you know, and how do I have conversations so that, you know, we walk away in a very affirming and positive relationship still. And so that's been something that many people have come to us um, you know, to help grow their skills in that. Um, we've also not just worked with individuals, we've worked with teams to help them begin to learn how to communicate better together and be more cohesive and to create community. Um, so I get excited, you know, you can hear, you know. That's some,
0: that is not, that does not sound braggy to me at all. Just to give you some feedback, Holly.
1: <laughs> thank, thank you, but it, it really, and, but we have been able to do this in a very humble and a very caring um, and a sincere way that we really want to help each person be the best they can today to be better tomorrow. You know, and that, that really has been something that has driven us that everyone has so many opportunities, opportunities in their life. Let's support you to be what you want to be. Um, You know, and and coming off of COVID, many people were at a place of, I need to grow, I need to change. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that was a support too during those times, you know, that we very quickly, you know, pivoted and and from in-person to on Zoom to now a hybrid version of in-person and Zoom so that people felt they had support wherever they were
0: beautiful thank you for for sharing that. So what I I want to ask you, right like when I want you to put yourself for a moment, right in the shoes of the the metrics that leaders have for their school for the for the for the the leadership and the people that run the school in relation to everything that you have just shared right what in relation to everything you shared what what problems do you think you're helping them solve <clears throat> um
1: i would say um one is how to have challenging conversations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, as a leader, how do I have? How do I conduct challenging conversations?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, how do I help my employees grow professionally to develop um, more confidence, um, more skills? And also just overall professional growth.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, How how do we help teams to be stronger and to work more cohesively?
0: Mm -hmm. And the other thing that you mentioned that's key. So there's two things that is, that it's very um, kind of prevalent right now for people is, you said if people are taking more risk and going for higher positions, it means that they're not leaving. Right, right. So in a way you're actually driving retention.
1: We have actually seen that. And and there have been individuals that have even said, I would have already left the university. And, and with the com- competition to get really great people, you know growing your people and keeping your people is is really important and so that's been something that yes has been a byproduct of our work
0: yeah and you also said um so have you are you familiar with the word belonging
1: I'm familiar with the word belonging but I'm not exactly sure what you're alluding to yes so
0: What's your, what's your definition of creating culture change?
1: It would be being able to identify the kind of culture that the team desires, and then allowing Um, for opportunities for them to create and develop that culture to help them to first then identify the culture they want. And then what will it look like? What will it feel like? What will we see? And then change those behaviors to be able to put those actions
0: in place. Would you say that your work is conducive to that?
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Do you use that language in your, when you describe your work? Not
1: that explicitly.
0: When, let's go back to the first, the question, right? For this conversation, you said, Clara, I want to engage decision makers strategically in a way that motivates them to want to engage with my organization, to want to use our services. (laughs) Given everything we've just said, right? How do you feel? You like what would you need to say to those to those decision makers in order to get them to say yes, Holly? We need you desperately.
1: I, I think one thing I that you've highlighted that I take for granted is the um, the retention you know opportunity um, to allow for some real focused support. In that, and, and so that would be one thing a metric to target that how retention is improved and can be improved. Um, and the second would be the opportunities for teams to be able to create culture and um, become more high functioning, and create a culture in order to become more high functioning.
0: Mm-hmm. So driving retention and fostering higher functioning teams. Yes. What else would you need to know um, about like the challenges of the university in order to make sure that you are a good fit for them?
1: I think, um, you know, finding out what current professional supports they already have in place. Mm-hmm. You know, if they already have things in place for their leaders and for their teams, you know, then they would not need our services. Um, but to, to see what, what they currently have available and then how we could fill in where there are some gaps.
0: Mm-hmm. How can you go about finding that out?
1: Um, I can look through the first look will be, you know, to kind of find out what professional services they have and offer just to maybe talk with someone on campus um, that I'm interested in. You can see some things online, but it doesn't always exactly explain what the services are. So I think it would just be doing a little research with individuals that teach or work in these campuses.
0: Okay, that's one way. Any other way?
1: Uh, not that I can think of firsthand. offhand.
0: Okay. So going back to the um, personal connection, right? To the what you, you identified previously as like these three to four people, right? Is there any opportunity kind of like within the request that you make to make the request for a connection? For like a further, like like not just asking, oh, could you make a connection to anybody at Georgia Tech or local university, but one of, you know, or like, do you know of any of them who do not have coaching as part of their roster of support? Say yes, so yes,
1: we could, they could actually, They could inquire, you know, before even asking if if they would be willing to meet with me, you know, or to make Mm -hmm. a connection. They could just inquire with their um, colleagues across other universities to see, you know, what you currently have in place. And if they didn't, then offer to maybe set up a meeting for us.
0: Okay. So how do you feel now about like a plan to strategically engage decision makers, like local college decision makers?
1: Um, I feel much better,
0: okay.
1: um, you know, because I, I think that there's a sense of also remembering that what we have to offer is something really special and to not be afraid to, you know, st- step out more in that because it really is changing people's lives. And that's something that's worth offering. Um, You know, even if they say no, it's okay because it really is such amazing work that um, is being offered. You know, we're we're offering something special. So I don't need to be hesitant in offering something that really can give them um, something very positive.
0: So, you know, when we're, I want to plan for the resistance that I feel within you because I hear you're like, I feel better. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I, I know I, I offer something special. <laughs> and so tell me about that hesitancy. Like, what is, what, what do you think might keep you from, you know, contacting these, you know, three to four people that you've identified? You know, or even going beyond that, and and asking you know more of your clients, um, you know, and speaking to the assets of your business and what the business is actually you know it's bringing in terms of what the organization cares about. You know, you mentioned retention, building you know high functioning teams. Like what, what, what would keep you from saying you know I'm gonna I'm I'm calling them today. <laughs>
1: It, it really, there's not anything probably other than what I currently have on my plate, you know, that I'm like, okay, I need to take care of some things and get organized in doing this because I, I very much wouldn't just pick up the phone and call. I, I'm going to do some preparation, okay. you know, and so taking the time to prepare, uh, blocking out some time to make sure I have, you know. What I want to share with them, I wouldn't want to take their time and then just have a conversation. I would want to take their time and really have something to be able to give to them, um, and be fully prepared um, for the conversations. And so I just need to do some blocking, and you know, looking at my schedule, um, you know, what's coming up. Like, okay, when is a good timeline that I will have time to be prepared in order to then. Um, reach out to do that.
0: Okay. so I hear in the, prep- the in the preparation I hear blocking out time. what else needs to happen in the preparation?
1: Um, time and then just um, it, I think it's really more time and then and because and then asking these individuals, you know, I can go ahead and ask them if they would be willing, uh, to reach out, find out, and then kind of start that process in the meantime, myself blocking out some time for the preparation that if one of these make a connection for me that I could you know, be ready for.
0: Mm, okay. So it's like blocking out time to do the ask of the people that you know, but also to thinking ahead of carving out the time to be ready to have a conversation with a, with a prospect. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's like two blockings of time. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that because it, I mean, it, that, that shows me optimism and confidence. Like it's, it's going to happen. They're going to make a connection and I need to be ready. Yes. So beautiful. So it's blocking out the time, anything else, other than blocking out time that you feel maybe um, you know a hindrance to you um, really reaching out for those no. personal connections? No. Okay. How do you feel about like the way that you would speak to the connection from the from this from the New University?
1: I I don't have any hesitation with that.
0: Okay.
1: Yes. I, I feel very comfortable and um you know that having the chance to tell the story about what coaching can do for their people, I'm good with.
0: Okay. Beautiful. It sounds like we have um did you do you feel that you got what you came for in this conversation?
1: I I do because You know I had a lot of things spinning in my head and not necessarily a space to be able to think through kind of steps that I need to take. Um, So that was very helpful. It also was very helpful for you to encourage me to put words to the value of what we offer and what we bring um, from a business perspective you know, there's, I'm a coach, but I'm also running a business. And so those are two hats to wear. So this allowed me a space to move into that, that to think about as a business, what are some things I need to consider also.
0: Beautiful. What would you say, like, when, when would you block out the time, the two, those two kind of sets of time that we've identified?
1: I, um, I, I, I'm thinking in March um, would be a good goal to be able to block out the time to meet with these four individuals that I've identified um, and to, you know, have a conversation with them about, you know, would they be willing to connect and reach out to someone else? And then that gives us then, you know, yes, no, maybe next step, then hoping to move it, uh, move into April to do some of that work. Okay.
0: Beautiful. Sounds like you have a plan. Um, what would you say, you know, as we conclude this conversation, what what would you say is was the, the most helpful part of this conversation for you?
1: I, I think there wasn't just one, um, but one very helpful, is carving out this time for me to do some thinking work. Mm -hmm. Um, So you allowed me to do some thinking work. You, uh, You gave me space. You gave me some good questions that would help me clarify all those things that have been spinning in my head. So now they're laid out into a plan, and there's a touch of accountability to this also.
0: Yeah, beautiful. So having the the thinking time, you know, to like really kind of lay out what you've been thinking about. Um, there's some, you know, and now there's accountability because you're going to have these conversations in March. Hopefully in April, you'll be speaking to some colleges. Beautiful. Is there anything else that you need before we wrap up the, the call?
1: Uh, no, I, I really appreciate this time. And you know, it, it's a gift you've given to me and that I'm very appreciative of because it's something I give to a lot of people. And so that you've given this time and space to me to listen and to encourage me, is greatly appreciated.
0: Well, wonderful. Thank you, Holly, for agreeing to allow me to help you. And for those of you listening, this is what coaching is like. This is what a coaching session would look like. Holly came with with a question of how to how do I strategically engage decision makers at universities around me? And well, she already had the answers inside of her. <laughs> you know, it was just questions, and now, you know, having a streamlined process and we walk through um really speaking about the business in a way that would be engaging to the person in front of you. And you even said, like, I would even go further and find out what do the what do they already have in place and where can we fill in the gaps. Um, right. Going back to like what we what we teach in class around, you know, asking questions, the power of questions. Um, so many times we think we have to have the answers and you know that we we have to sell ourselves. Um, but a, a question is is stronger than anything. Thank you, Holly, for allowing me to um, to be your coach today.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate your time. And it's so lovely to see you again.
0: Likewise. Okay, friends, thank you so much for being with us. To learn how you can create your best year, get the book, take the course, and learn more, visit clarifying.com. That's C-L-A-R-A-F-Y-I-N-G.com. And remember... Let the universe hear what you want this year.